Well, there you pretty flowers in this garden of bones. Welcome to Thrones of Game. This is the Game of Thrones podcast where we watch the series backwards. If you've never heard the show before, friend, well, let me extrapolate a little bit on that. My name is BT Calloway. I've already seen the entire show. And joining me is Elliot J. O'Neill, the man who had never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones until we started watching in reverse order. Elliot, how you doing there, bud? I'm great. Happy 60th episode of Thrones of Game. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow, only nine more to go. No. No. As, uh, the, oh, right. Yeah. Just, uh, the uh, weed number. Uh. Yes, we just watched season two, episode four, entitled The Garden of Bones. Uh, for those of you playing at home, this is the one where they birth a shadow monster, nothing else matters. Uh, Elliot, yeah, O'Neill, but what else just happened? Oh, well, just a bunch of fucked up shit, you know. Yeah, this, this is a pretty fucked up episode. Like, fucked up shit all throughout. Yeah, for a show that, like... Okay, violence is one of our headings for this show, but this one was really just bleak and This was violent. psychological torture. It was pretty damn nasty. Well, let's get into some of that torture when we talk MVP. What was your most valu- most valuable part of this episode? Oh, Tyrion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Once again, <laughs> Constant Employee of the Month is just in amongst all this misery and torture. We've yeah. got this great little bit with uh, Tyrion and Lancel, I think his name is. Lancelot? I'm not sure. He's he's the 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 cherub faced little kid who's Cersei's cousin, who's also banging her. Uh, yeah, I was wondering that because I know they had relations, but I didn't know they had relations. <laughs> oh, zing! <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it's a great little bit where he just kind of uh, shows up with some order from Cersei to release Mace to Pycelle. I don't know what's mm. going on there, but I guess we find out. Uh, Is and- Pycelle the doddering old one? That's the one. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know why Tyrion has him locked up, but all right. Mm. Um, and, yeah, then just has this great back and forth. Like, come in, have a drink. He's like, no, I'm going to leave you, you filthy imp. And he's just like, gets him to, lures him in. He's like, interesting that you're here at this hour. What, when did the queen give you the, this command? Okay, yeah. That's interesting. No, oh, you smell of lavender oil. Well, you know, that's interesting. Cersei's favorite. It's like, well, you can't speak to me like that. I'm a knight. He's like, oh, an anointed knight. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah. Yeah, just absolutely going, ah, but does that mean? And, well, I guess that implies, do you take me to this? <laughs> like, infer this, rather. Uh, ah, man, just Tyrion's just fucking killing it. And yep. the scene at the start of the episode as well, when he comes to Sansa's defense as well, like, oh, man. The way that dude commands a fucking room with a stare is just incredible. Yeah. Ah, Dinklage. God, we love you. Like, yeah, I find it hard to find the mvp out of him because he's often the default answer for good reason but yeah yeah, yeah no one held a candle to him this episode it fucking yeah. dinklage called it i mean that was my mvp as well i'm gonna throw mine i think to joffrey because god he is awful but i believe it yeah like for someone who is clearly an actor and human and very young He's just the fucking worst. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the whole bit starts with him. He's just pointing a crossbow at Sansa, being like, why shouldn't I murder you because your brother is rebelling? I think I shall. Oh, I can, because I'm mean. Mm. And he's like, my lady is overdressed. Perhaps you should remove some of her clothing. And the guy starts ripping. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, I mean, from what I heard from Game of Thrones before watching this show, mm. like, I just guess I got the impression that Joffrey was just the king and he was too young to be and so he was just like a really annoying shit and that's why people hate no, him yeah that he was just a bratty little shit yeah, yeah but no he's a sadistic twisted motherfucker he is presented with two lovely buxom mm-hmm. ladies and just oof 
Yeah, I mean, again, we don't like to uh, mention any kind of sexual violence in the nudity category, but this is kind of the transition from, oh, nudity to, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, well, neither of the nudities in this episode were no. fun, and we'll get to the other one in a moment. Mm. But yeah, this was especially... Just got worse and worse. I know. Uh, so this whole bit where, yeah. Um, and I like the bit beforehand between Tyrion and Brom. It's like, maybe he's just a little bit backed up. Mm. You know, it's just, uh, they got some good bits. Uh, I mean, Bron does have the good line. There's no cure for being a cunt. Yep. <laughs> uh, but they're like, you know, maybe he just needs to just, just, oh, you know. Just, yeah. just oh, good little night. And yeah, no, that'll sort him out. Well, we'll sort him out. And so Tyrion sends, uh, you know, the two women to him and, uh, yeah, goes from uh, spanking with a hand to a belt to a scepter. Yeah, I'm yeah. just glad it was, I thought there were worse things in mind with that scepter. Oh, yeah. So it was like, oh, shit. I, in my memory, this just stays as like a spanking. I guess at this point it becomes a beating. Mm. Is this good? Okay, it doesn't. Thank fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, who knows? In the book. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. So... Uh, I still maintain Joffrey is not in this show as much as I thought he'd be. Like, I actually think that they've used him very sparingly. Mm -hmm. Like, because from what I gathered, he was just an annoying force in the show that people were just desperate to get rid of. And I mean, he definitely is. Yeah. But I, I, I guess I've had the reputation sort of set up that it's surprising that he's actually only in every other episode mm. and then even then he's only generally there for the one scene yeah but he's just the worst like what i want to praise is the actor because it comes in and there's like not even a moment of him being like oh fun it's yeah. more like he's immediately commanding like i know what i want you what you girls to do and it's hurt each other mm. and there's not even a moment of him thinking about it and it's just it comes off as so horrible yeah <laughs> so props to the actor for being terrible uh, sorry being great at being terrible yeah uh, yes. Well, let's move on to other moments of violence. Violence. Mm. I mean, because this whole thing starts with, uh, you know, a bit of uh, rain uh, and then uh, one of the very few fart jokes in yeah. this uh, entire sh series. I will say I hate the fucking sample they used. And this is, I've oh, yeah. dubbed it Wilhelm's fart <laughs> because I feel like this particular one is in everything. I know what you mean as well. It's a very distinct sound. Yeah. And I don't know. It just... It was probably real, but it just sounds so fucking fake. It was real once upon a time. This is a sound bank now, and it's too yeah. too loud and too clear. But yeah, and it feels like it's the fart sample that stood out from all the other fart samples that probably sounded a bit more realistic, but this one sounds too funny. Yeah. Like, it would have just been way better if it popped off with a quick little... <laughs> like, I have a lot of opinions on fart theory in film and movies. Uh, yeah. I'd like to teach a course at university <laughs> if there are any universities, you know, looking for a, a, a tutor on this subject. I'm more than glad to. Hello and welcome to Farts on Screen. I am your tutor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Fart Studies 101. Bum. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, I, I think I would have enjoyed this maybe a little bit more. If To be fair, they sell it really well. Like the music starts to tense and the horses look like they're spooked and this guy's walking like, there's something out there. And then, you know, when the other guy goes, look, cuts one. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's too bassy and high in the yeah. mix as well. Like, I just, I really think that they fucking, they did the bit wrong by using the sample to, the yeah. wrong sample. I and I think it could have worked better without the sound effect. Just have them be all like, I, there's something out there. I don't see anything. Do you smell anything? Yeah, ah! yeah, yeah, a real <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean moment. <laughs> yeah, but go with the complete opposite, the silent but deadly. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a 
one of the few kind of jokes in this, which they starts off as raining. It's like, uh, I guess they're talking about who would you back in a fight? And he's like, just it's the mountain. It's always the mountain. It's like, I don't know. What about Loras? He's pretty good with a sword. He's like, if he was so good with a sword, he's been stabbing Renly for years. He still isn't dead. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> still isn't dead. Ah, oh, yep. they knew what they were doing. <laughs> yep. Although I do like here that, um, well, this is one of the ones uh, where they've clearly not got the HBO budget yet uh, because they, you know, Rob is then hiding in the shadows, launches mm. the dire wolf, then cut to black, and then the end of the battle. You're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. That was an epic battle. If only we had seen that. Yeah, that's right. Um, I will say in this moment, it's an interesting thing where it was, yeah, a boy who cried fart, <laughs> and then a then wolf he... ended up coming. <laughs> oh, wow. How ironic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but um, it, we'll say I think it held on darkness for a little bit too long. It was like, did the disc break? What's gone wrong here? Yeah, and I've been having lots of problems with the HDR autocorrect on my TV lately, mm-hmm. and I was worried then. If anyone's got some opinions on a Samsung Q- Q60, I think. Anyway, no one does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've got an audience of about 25. Yay! <laughs> Hello, our devoted 25. We love you. <laughs> um yeah i also then so then we get to the post battle there's just all the suffering and they're trying to tend to the wounded and then this is where we meet uh talisa and mm. uh who's, who's you know for a woman covered in mud blood and shit looks pretty good <laughs> it's uh the bloodiest meat cute i've ever seen <laughs> i know i do like she's just you know trying to amputate this guy's leg he's like no no it'll get better oh look i feel happy mm-hmm. uh and then yeah, just Rob holds him down and she starts sawing. And he's just looking at her while she's cutting off this guy's foot. I'm like, there was just something about the way she amputated that <laughs> foot that just, I knew I would marry this woman. <laughs> the blue of her eyes contrasting with the red that was spouting out from underneath her. <laughs> yes. Contrast again with the shit on her face. Yeah. <laughs> or mud, who the hell knows. But yeah, it was just a moment of, this is, this is where this is happening, isn't it? Love blooms in the strangest places, people. <laughs> Uh, yes, so, uh, and I, she's also, she's a bit of a sass queen at this, not too much, mm. you know, in the running, uh, but, you know, she's got a whole bit where she's talking to Rob, and she's like, you're fighting to overthrow a king with no idea what happens after that, he's like, no, why? And imagine the sass queen she could have been if yeah, she if hadn't been to the Red Wedding. If only, if only. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking for other moments of violence. Yeah, look, I mean, as far as a cut to avoid the bloody battle, I guess I didn't get for the sense from this that it was actually like a full-blown attack. Yeah, like it felt like it was smaller because otherwise how does this army not know they're there? Yeah. But there's something to be said out. They've just figured out a way to sneak around them. But if, yeah, you didn't get the sense that the two guys we saw were sentries of an army yeah. and that the people attacking them weren't just a scouting troop, they were a full-on force. Yeah. So that would be easy enough to do, you know, have Rob, say, charge, and then he moves forward, and then you see, like, soldier after soldier after soldier after soldier rush past the camera. Yeah. You know, that wouldn't be expensive. No, just uh, have the same soldier, but every time he runs <laughs> past, different Pull, yeah, mustache. Di- pulling a different face. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a different hat. Uh, we Then we got some torture violence. Yay! Yeah, so uh, we good got, episode. <laughs> we got Arya, Hot Pie, and that guy all get you know, hustled into this city and put into a cage. And I do like the detail that the cage, the top around it, just has heads on spikes, and that comes up later. Mm. But for now, you're just like, oh, look, heads. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then they do the old, um, I guess it's the uh, was it 1984 torture of putting a rat, uh, getting a bucket, putting a rat in it, strapping that bucket to someone's chest. And then lighting the back of the bucket. 1984 torture? This was thought up before? 
Uh, in the book, 1984, they, yeah, have a, put a rat in a cage and put it on the dude's head. And uh, Oh, I've heard of that one. But yeah, the fucking putting it on the chest and then heating up the bucket so the rat starts freaking out. And I mean, tearing way its to, way through your chest. Made a, <laughs> way to torture two birds with one fucking torch. Yeah, I mean, it's efficient. <laughs> No, it isn't. <laughs> you said torture two with one. I was, yeah. I don't know, horrible, and that works. And then we actually get a moment of Tywin Lannister kind of being a good guy, rocking up being, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, you know, we're torturing. But no, stop it. These people could be working instead of being tortured. They don't know anything. It's a different type of torture. Forcing them to do the nine to five. <laughs> yep. Ah, for minimum wage. That's the real monster. Um, I'm sure minimum wage in this era is nothing. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> a pittance. Yeah. A spit. Uh, but yeah, that's actually mostly about that. Uh, let me see what I got on that. Yeah, I mean, it was effective as well because, like Gendry as well, of course I know he's going to be okay, but mm. I was worried in that moment. Yeah, and, and I think it's always good, a mark of a good show where you kind of get worried for a character you know is going to be fine. Mm, and mm. not just from like a plot armor perspective, from literally having seen him later without a rat embedded in his chest. Yeah. So he just lives in there now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get Hot Pie's stance, his very wet stance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice to see some therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, fair. That, that's completely reasonable there, Hot Pie. Hot Pie's hot piss. Hot Pie's wet pants. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, well, I think that... Is that it for violence? Quite possibly. Mm. Yeah, no, I believe it is, which means we move on to nudity, which both examples of which were not really the kind of nudity we uh, yeah, tend so to Yeah, so I was saying in the last one, you know, I, I understand if the fucking ghost assassin is like a one-time deal, if there's a big ritual. Yeah, I, I get it. It's a one-time deal. <laughs> I mean, it's not implied she couldn't do this again. This birth of a smoke monster. People have more than one child. You are one of three siblings. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, maybe giving birth to a smoke, like, sh- oh my god. Like, we just saw a woman give birth to a smoke assassin. Yeah. <laughs> to Noob Cybot. Just, um, the fuck, like, the times that magic is real in this show is fucking wild. Yeah, it's true. And it's a, done to good effect. Like, this was shocking the first time around. Yeah. I, I knew this was coming. It's like, well, if we see him stab Renly in this episode, that means the one before, okay, this is what's coming. Yeah. Oh, and, and she teases Davos and goes, oh, you'd like to see what's under this gown. Yeah, I'll bet you will. Ha ha. He's all like, yeah. Catch 22. <laughs> He's also like, I kind of hate you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, man. Yep. Uh, we also find out, and I, I I probably did know this, but forgot, Sir Davos is wearing his knuckle bones around his neck. Mm-hmm. So that's that's bleak. But I do like, he's like, oh, you know, since cutting them off, I've got far less nails to have to clean. And Stan is like, fewer. What, you have fewer. Forget it. My daughter will teach you later. <sighs> Stan is the grammar Nazi over here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, his knuckle bones, does he have one hand? Yeah, he's uh, missing four fingers off his right hand. Oh. He always wears gloves, but I think we've I think we've seen him before. I can't remember. No, it's actually sounding familiar now. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm pretty sure there was a scene where he takes it off and he's like, oh, this is what Stannis did and I had it coming. Mm. Something. I'm like, I can't remember what for and I don't know if we see it. So I'm looking forward to finding that out. As we get earlier and earlier in the seasons, it's like, oh yeah, do I remember this? So yeah, it's like a new show for everybody. It's got to be a while at this point, right? Since you like would have... Because you hadn't watched rewatched any game of nope. thrones it this was... is all from my memory i've not even because i again i bought the dvds as repentance for having to illegally downloaded it uh, i never actually got around to re- re-watching them so everything we we're talking about is based off my one viewing however many years ago 
Yeah, well, first released in 2012, so yeah, I guess you would have seen it maybe 13, unless you were watching it fresh yeah, by um, then. No, I would have been illegally downloading week to week, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yep. All from my weird memory for monsters and murder. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And smoke assassin babies. And smoke assassin babies. Uh, right, well, that is really our only other mark, mark of nudity. Oh, yeah, because she drops the robe and everything, and we're not counting it because it was, you know, uh, gross smoke pregnancy nudity. That's not fun nudity. Yeah, it was more medical and wizardry. And, you know, you know that thing they love doing in TV shows where, like, the uh, the belly of a pregnant woman will, like, have gross shimmery wobbles and stuff? Mm. It was doing that, which is always gross, but, uh, yeah. Mm. Yep. That's... Yeah, sorry, I'm just lost in thought. That was, uh, it's a, it's a powerful episode. It's going to stay with me for a while. Yeah, and it's the mark of a good one. It does it does have a very different tone, even though Game of Thrones is always quite bleak. It's uh, yeah, a different tone to this one. It, I think yeah. it's, it's it's a lot more helplessness in this one because we mostly for you know follow Arya and she's in a very desperate and helpless situation. Uh, Sansa as well. Catelyn's doing okay, but you know. Yeah, we get a few glimmers of hope, yeah, with Arya getting that job and um, everyone being freed from the torture camp. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the other glimmer of light, not the Lord of Light, that was still, yeah, like, as, oh, yeah, Tyrion, he's finally got one over on Cersei. So we get these glimmers of hope, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's still very fucking bleak world. Yep, uh, we got some little finger, little fingering about. So yeah. there's a bit where he goes to Renly and is all like, "Hey, I reckon you might win this." And uh, Renly's like, "Yeah, look, dude, I know what you're doing. You just want to keep your job in your head. I get it." Yeah. So, oh, and he talks with Marjorie Tyrell. Yep. The fuck is this bucket she's wearing? I know. So I, don't, I meant to mention that last episode. She's wearing like this cone dress bucket thing, uh, with no cleavage compared to all her other dress- dresses. I'm like. You guys change what designs Marjorie Tyrell was going to be wearing? Because uh, clearly you did. Yeah, but ah, uh, if this dress ever existed in real life, I'm sure they quickly abandoned it because my impulse is to ball up a bit of paper and mm. throw it and see if I can get a three pointer. Yeah, it's like when a dog has a collar on. You're like, I don't want to do this because you're obviously uncomfortable. But can I just chuck, <laughs> chuck things in there? It's funny. Don't mm. look up; you'll drown. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. It's. I, it's probably somewhat based off a period uh, or some kind of period accurate clothing, but sure. yeah, it's good. It looks very difficult to move in. Yeah, I think it's just one of these uh, impress. Like, ooh, I'm such high society. My fabric stands up. You mm. know, yeah, it's, pretty much. I'm so high society. I can wear a dress that makes no sense and is very impractical. <laughs> it's sixty percent starch, don't you know? Yeah, it has. Uh, but I do enjoy their back and forth with Littlefinger being, you know, oh, I'm just so lost, I can can't tell where this camp is, and Marjorie Tyrell lets slip. She says, oh yeah, it took me a long time to figure out where my tent is. And you're like, oh, my tent, not your, like, our tent, you and the king's. I guess you sleep in different tents. Must be difficult, all this planning. Or perhaps the king snores? Mm. Couldn't help but notice your brother went into the king's tent and you didn't. Huh. Yeah. Basically saying without saying what he already knows. Mm. Um... Yeah, it's a good little back and forth, and then later on we get some little finger showing up to Catelyn, who tells him to fuck off and draw ni- draws a knife on him. Did he try and hit on her? Uh, he tries to hit on her all the time. <laughs> He's been after her since day one. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay, you know, you swear, um, you don't want anything to do with me. Here's your des- dead husband. Yeah, so I do like it. They like um, discussing if you release the Kingslayer, will uh, I'll help broker your the release of your daughters. Actually, Tyrion will. He's kind of my inside man here. Uh, so, but then has them like bring in a chest and say, as a you know gesture of good faith, this is from Lord Tyrion. They don't tell her what's in. It's like you think you would. You think yeah. it'd be like, 
oh yeah, by the way, that's your dead husband. Maybe don't open that. It's still a bit whiffy. Yeah. Oh, and they've mentioned already in this episode how bad dead people smell. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know in terms of time of in-universe how long it's been, but, uh, you know, it's it's not like they mummified him, or even then, that'd probably stink. Mm. But, yeah, even, uh, like, Hazar, your nose, and, like, his, yeah, hot pie, you know, he, he'd be accustomed to many a different smell, but, you know, mm. Arya's got the third sense, you know, I smell dead people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, also, a little bit of a costuming thing i don't know there's in amongst the other nurses are these cool nurses with have like a banner coming up their back and have like a face covering like a ninja they're super cool i don't i don't know i have nothing else on that it was just cool design and i don't think we see them again mm. so way to go cool banner nursey ninjas we could use some more super cool banner nursey ninjas mm, speaking of banners segway uh stannis and renly meet up and they have a little discussion it's like ren uh, stannis your banner's all different why why is the stag on fire oh it's to show the lord of light that's dumb, dude. You're a <laughs> dumb dude. Never pictured you for a godly man. Yeah. A uh, piece of shit, a lazy layabout who sucks, but... Yeah, and then I don't like Melisandre's all like, he was born amid salt and smoke. Oh, is he a ham? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn, dude. Yeah. Fucking uh, nailed him. And uh, I, I also like, like in the sense that it does become a recurring thing. No one really points it out here, but there's a bit where they're talking about Stannis is the one true king and everyone knows it from Dawn all the way up to the walls. No, sorry. And he's like, no, no one wants you, dude. Not from Dawn all the way up to the wall. O- old men protest it with their dying breath. Unborn babies say it. It's like, dude, no, they fucking don't. No one <laughs> gives a shit. Yeah. Like similarly when Dan Brady's all like, oh, the people will, will uprise to see my see me on the throne. It's like, no, the fuck they won't. They don't care. Yeah, well, Talisa makes that very point is that, you know, this guy doesn't care about um, that person he was serving. They just put a spear in his fucking hand and said, told hey, him to do it. <laughs> you're going to go march or we're going to stab you. Yeah. Yeah, so I like that. It's a good little bit. Uh, arrogant kings. Yeah, yeah. Thinking we- they're all that. And a bag of ham. Salted, smoked ham. Uh, we get a bit more Spice King, which is yes. what I'm using instead of Sasqueen right now, because uh, mm. I, I, I take what I can get. Man, and much like lamenting how we didn't see more of Varys and mm-hmm. Sasqueen, I'm just sad we didn't see any of Spice King and Sasqueen. Oh, man, that would have been too much. They would have dished so much. Sass and Spice together at last. <laughs> yeah, although I do like um the... Carth is always called the greatest city that ever was and ever will be, but, like, that's its title. Mm. So, you know, welcome to sunny Carth, the greatest city that ever was or ever will be. Yep. And every time someone mentions it, they have to just tack that on. Yeah. It's uh, it's fun. Um, but, yeah, Dan Brady's just, his hair is just a mess. So she's not having a good day. She is frazzled. She is frayed. She has no confidence. Mm-hmm. She is making threats after admitting that if they don't let her in, they'll die. I know. Oh, again, on this backwatch, just how disappointing Dan Brady's rise to power is. Because she's all like, I want to come into the city. And they're like, mm, nah. And then she's like, oh, when I destroy my enemies, I'll destroy you fuckers as well. It's like, they didn't do anything to you they said no yeah they can do that you know it's maybe a bit cold-hearted but it's not you know fuck you yeah um so yeah way to be an entitled brat dan brady um and then old mate uh invokes what was it yeah sumai dude with the big vault thingy is all Mm. like well i'll let her in and i'll cut my hand to prove it's okay and once again dan brady gets by on being hot Mm. and that's it pretty much (sighs) ah Yeah, this is what my disappointment. I would have liked her to negotiate a thing or have learned some, you know, some 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 craft in diplomacy or something. Or just, you know, you can have a little peek at the dragon. Yeah. 
It's something. Like, but, but don't touch it and only feed it this kibble. Yeah, like I get that they're tired and desperate and they don't want to bend to anybody's, you know, demands, but it would have been nice to have give her some agency in that moment other than be like, let me in or you won't know one gets to make out with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, fine. Even though no one does, but still. Oh, yeah, because we get a bit of an episode title drop because Jorah Mamon d- tells her that it ca- the desert around Karth is known as the Garden of Bones. Ah. Because those who are turned away turn into bones. And speaking of title drops, we I got a message on Twitter from from Eddie Fuller at The One Who Knocks. That's one the number, not the word. Uh, who says... Uh, the Excellent old- Breaking Bad reference, by oh, the yeah. way, mate. Oh, we always love a good Breaking Bad. We, we did discuss, should we do bad breaking after Thrones of Game? The problem is we both know it, and I've watched it like yeah. eight times through. <laughs> but it was on the cards at one point. Uh, the Old Gods and the New is the only episode where the title makes no sense to me. It's a phrase from the books they decided to use. The only thing I can think of is that the High Septum gets killed in the riot. Pew, pew! Yep. <laughs> he actually signed off pew, pew. I'm, oh, I'm he so did? Proud. Oh, yeah. I thought that was you. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. entirely him, man. I, I'm like... Nice. It's catching on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've slowly spread the influence. But hey, so yeah, at Old Man Calloway, if you have comments about Thrones of Game, then want me to just yell pew pew at you. <laughs> I can do that. But yeah, thanks for the input there, dude. Um, Yeah, it, I'm, I'm still kind of convinced they got the episodes backwards. Yeah. Well, at least this one had uh, some context and, you know, pr- proper yeah. reference into it, even though it didn't reference the Lord of Bones, which, you know, my favourite character in the entirety of the yeah. show, fuck Tyrion, it's Lord of Bones Well, now. now we get a new subplot where the Lord of Bones is like, there's a place called the Garden of Bones. Yeah. I'm the Lord of Bones. <laughs> I should go. Oh, my God. Why are we not doing this right now? Everyone drop everything. We're going. It's Just like- in the middle of the desert, this guy makes his kingdom and makes the pyramids <laughs> of bones. Yeah, they look out from this city of Carth and he's just building shit. Is that a man? <laughs> Spicy is all. Is that a man building a pyramid out of people's birds? A lot of birds! <laughs> he's been yelling that for like 20 minutes. <laughs> he has spices he'd like to trade for some bones. Are they made of bones? <laughs> ah, he's, he's a weird guy. Mm. Uh, yes, so that is all of that. Yeah, I think we now need to just throw to uh, any open notes you've got left to tick off here. I may be out. Yeah. Like, this was a short note one for me, despite mm. there was actually a lot happening. Yeah, in it, was, it. it was a pretty solid episode. I mean, bleak, but sometimes bleak yeah. is good. No, it's that classic thing. It's awful done well. Yeah, exactly. As we still need to find a word for. <laughs> as we still need to find a word for. Someone uh, had too much chicken tonight as well. Um, I had too much Pepsi Max. Uh. That's the maximum taste, no sugar, but it makes you burp. <laughs> Um, there's a line I only half got down, which is like, a naked man has few secrets, a flayed man has none. Mm. Something like that. I didn't quite get it. Or I got it exactly. I can't remember. This is the problem. I don't remember. <laughs> Again, another great Tyrion line is when, uh, he's talking to Joffrey about, you know, Joffrey's all, I'm the king. I can do what I want. And he's yeah. like, well, the mad king did who you want. Did you see what happened to him? It's like, ah, that's a threat. It's like... No, uh, yeah, Bron. If he talks again, kill him. See, that was a threat. Do you understand the difference? It's like, damn, dude, just fucking commands a room. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, he's just spitting fire. He didn't need wildfire to defend the city. He just dropped some bombs of knowledge. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, the night is dark and full of terrors became a bit of a meme. Uh, you mostly the night is du- the night is dark and full of spoilers. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, Tywin does make a nice entrance. He's got some good armor. He's got that kind of front sash. So that's a man who knows how to wear a front cape. Yeah, and motherfucker, he just knows how to ride in on a horse. Yeah, he really does. I imagine that's how Charles Dances arrives at everything. Mm. Oh, I, I hope in Game of Thrones, you know, part of his contract negotiation was to guarantee a horse mm-hmm. for every social gathering that he's going to attend. Yeah, man. yeah, you would. <laughs> just negotiate. He wasn't meant to be in a horse in like half the scenes. He just showed up and they're like, 
Ah, uh, Charles is on a horse again. Just just run with it. <laughs> it's like when Marjorie Tyrell started wearing dresses that weren't that stupid fucking bucket. It's like, that works. <laughs> yeah. Let's not have but, wear that anymore. Guys, I can move my arms in this. <laughs> <laughs> and and the catering crew stopped, uh, stopped throwing <laughs> muffins into it. <laughs> yeah, she shows up on, to work one day and like the entire uh, just catering table is just full of like ball-shaped objects that can be thrown. <laughs> yeah, M&M's, Maltesers. Little cubes of cheese and meatballs. It's like, why are all these... Oh, you're going to throw things in my dress, aren't you? It's not funny when you know, but yes. Hey, 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 take the toothpicks out at least. Yeah, it's just common courtesy. Yeah, I'm totally out. Yeah, I will say my last kind of note is when Sir Davos brings the Red Woman to the kind of cave to you know give birth to Shadow Monster. And he has a line of... oh. Your Lord of Light sure does love putting you in shadows for these kind of things. And she has the galaxy brain kind of Ugh. thing of, oh, even shadows are part of the Lord's plan for it is the light that casts. I'm like, okay, I dislike it for your whole everything's a part of it, but also it kind of works. So she calls them like the fire's children. It's like, okay, that's pretty dope. Damn it. Yeah, I was just raising my middle finger to this whole bit. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of her. <laughs> and then she gave birth to a shadow monster. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Well, if that puts you out of notes and that puts me out of notes, then we must ask our final question. How did we get here? Uh, now, a little uh, smoky assassin baby just uh, whispered yep. into my ear and said, what is dead may never die uh-huh. is what the next one is called. Is this a quote from something else? Uh, you have definitely heard it before. Yeah. This is the saying of the Ironborn. Uh, so they kind of worship the the drowned god. And so their saying is always, what is dead may never die. When they, remember when they crowned Euron king and they drowned oh, him first? Because uh, I was thinking, is this, I've seen it in a different show or a different movie. I think I think you're right. That is exactly where I first seen yeah. it. So something about them, I have a feeling I know what this is. So uh, Yeah, well, we didn't get any uh, Theon or Yara in this episode. No either, Theon, so. no John, no Yara. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll be visiting them. That is kind of the other thing I wanted to say about this episode is it didn't cut around as much as some of the others. Like, we mostly, you get introduced, okay, we're doing a bit of this character story, and we got most of that entire chunk in, I think, one or two pieces, if not, yeah. It was, yeah. So it was very consistent, a lot more. There was enough to draw you in on one person's story to make that part interesting without having to cut around. I think I much prefer that to the all okay here are like the five characters we're going to cover and then we're going to go back to them three or four times during the episode yeah yeah so oh, that's me that's uh, my preference all right well until next time that's been elliot j o'neill goodbye i've been dk Kelt. what <laughs> i i don't even fuck yeah, just... uh, actually no i just remembered i was gonna say um so also yeah um the a few of you who listen to this probably aware we do the simpsons index where we're reviewing old and new simpsons go check that out yep and we also have our scripted podcast pulp fury radio this is where we've taken a bunch of actors and gone to read through all original scripts that we've done the music and s- Foley sound effects for uh, if you want something that's a good scripted story then uh, check it out we've got a bit of mystery a bit of sci-fi a bit of horror a bit of fantasy a little bit there's there's something for you there yeah and if you like what we do and you want to support us even further you can go to our patreon for sidequest studios that's patreon.com slash sidequest studios and um, we're working on doing some bonus Thrones of Games podcast soon. Uh, we've already got like a premium podcast for the, uh, that's a companion to the Simpsons Index mm-hmm. on there. But we've got some ideas for some Game of Thrones shows that we're going to put together as well. Yeah, more renegades, baby. Pure, pure, fucking pure. Yeah, it's indeed. But until then, I've already done that part. Goodbye. So now I'll watch his ending.
Well, this episode ran a little bit short too, so get ready for spooky 80 synth music. Oh, my God. 